Welcome to the Law of Attraction Tribe podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Key. If you're looking to manifest a life you don't need a vacation from, then you came to the right place. I quit my nine to five job to stay home with my kids while building a thriving business. Now as a best-selling author, app creator, and three times podcaster, I am here to teach you how to do the same. If you want to join my inner tribe, head over to the Manifest It Now app. And now let's dive in to the podcast where I'm going to give you my best manifestation hacks and tips so that you can manifest a life full of abundance, freedom, and fulfillment. Hey everyone, today we are going to talk about money mindset and I am so fired up about this topic right now. Um, I'm going to give you a really good manifestation tip that just kind of naturally unfolded while we were on vacation. And then I want to talk about the pitfalls that are blocking you from manifesting money because I've been doing this for a long time, teaching people about money mindset and manifestation. And so I'm really good at instantly figuring out like what your money blocks are and why you're not manifesting money. And I have some examples for you based on some social media comments. So let's just dive into it. All right. So We went to Naples for like a little mini vacation, which you guys have heard me talk before. I love doing these little mini vacations. My husband and I have done them like since we've been together, Um, basically putting ourselves in the environment of our desired lifestyle. So that might look like going to a luxurious hotel. It might look like going um, window shopping in a nice part of town. It might look like having coffee in a cafe of a five-star place, whatever. You get the point. Um, But putting yourself in this environment, and this is really powerful because what I have seen in literally everyone I've ever coached, including myself, including really everyone, I don't think anyone is absent of this, is this underlying belief of not being enough. And this is especially especially seen around money. And this is not anyone's fault. This is because we're conditioned this way. We're conditioned this way by society. You've heard me talk about the schooling system and how it is designed to pump out a bunch of workers instead of, you know, leaders and wealth creators. And in doing that, we have this core belief that we're not enough, that the money and the wealth is for them and not us. People like us don't have that. It doesn't happen for us. Um, That kind of thing. And we might not even consciously be aware of that. In fact, you're usually not until you start going through the subconscious work. You have no idea that subconsciously you feel like you can't have money because you're not enough in some way. You're somehow less than. So what ends up happening is when you put yourself in situations where you're around wealth, you feel uncomfortable. And I'm sure we've all been in that situation before. Um, I have been in that situation before where maybe you're around a group of people that are really wealthy or you're walking into a designer store and you feel out of place. You feel like you don't belong there. You feel like just uncomfortable because you are out of your comfort zone. And your subconscious is freaking out because you're in this frequency 
of abundance when your entire life you were taught that abundance is bad and that there's all this guilt and shame around desiring money and material things are bad and you're a bad person if you want those kinds of things. And so you feel really uncomfortable. So what happens is when you do these little exercises of like going to a place that represents wealth for you, and this is different for everyone. Everyone has a different dream, a different vision, a different idea of what kind of like wealth they would want. Some people with wealth would want a private jet and like jet set around the world. For me, like that's absolutely not what I would want at all. Um, I love the beach. I love beach towns. I love beach houses. Like that to me represents my version of wealth. Um, So it's different for everyone. But what I've noticed is when I start putting myself in these situations, it's like the first time you go and you do something like that, again, you feel uncomfortable. You feel like you don't belong. You feel like a fish out of water. And then you go and you do it again. And you feel a little more comfortable. It's like, okay, I know where these stores are. I know where this neighborhood is. I kind of know my way around a little bit, but I still don't belong here. And then you go again and you you know, you start to warm up to it. You start to notice things you didn't know notice before. And each time you put yourself in those situations, you feel more and more at home because the more exposure your subconscious has to these things, the more familiar it becomes and the less uncomfortable you feel. And eventually, you get to the point where not only do you feel like you belong there, but you feel like this is home, like this is what I deserve and I am worthy of. And that's really powerful. And I'm very big on like shifting your environment because without doing that, you're going to have your blinders on and you kind of need to shake things up by putting yourself into a new experience. And it's also proven that when you have new experiences, you go to new places, you try new things, um, that is a dopamine hit. So like it actually makes you feel happier when you try new things. So it's really cool and it's a good idea to shift up your environment. And like I said, we love doing these like little mini vacations. So anyhow, we're in Naples and my mom's like, you know what? I'm going to watch the little ones. Why don't you and Alexis go shopping? Go, you know, just enjoy the day for a little bit. And I needed that because, oh my God, (laughs) when Aiden is out of his environment for bedtime, it is a nightmare. We were up like all night long and he just couldn't go to sleep without being, you know, at home. So it was rough. So I I gladly left and um, Alexis and I decided to go out for a little bit. And right before we go to drop my mom off, Aiden falls asleep in the car. And I'm like, well, shoot, now I I don't want to move him because then he'll probably wake up. So I told Alexis, you know what, let's just drive around for a little bit and let him sleep in the car and then we'll drop him off and then we'll go shopping. She says, okay. So we, you know, start driving around. We're exploring the town. It's like my favorite place in Florida. It's just, it's such a cute place. And there's wealth and abundance all around you. Um, And it's, you just instantly like kind of go into that vibe, you know? So we're driving around and they have this like cute little downtown area that it's like the historic section. So there's a lot of older buildings, but they're kept up beautifully. And it's just gorgeous and 
everything is is maintained and there's so much greenery around. Um, and then when you weave in and out of the neighborhoods surrounding that area, they have like those big, massive oak trees on either side of the road that kind of meet in the middle and provide this sort of like canopy. And it's just gorgeous. It's like something out of a fairy tale. So her and I are driving around and um, I'm like, man, like, look at that house. Like, that's my favorite. And she's like, ooh, I like this one. And she's like, look at the door on that one. And like, I like the color of the shutters on that one. And we were just having so much fun. And she's like, mom, this feels like my vision board. Like, this is how I feel when I make my vision boards. And like, these are the kinds of homes that I put on my vision board. And I was like, you know what? You're right. I feel like this is a live vision board. Like, we're actually inside of our vision board and we're driving around and we can see it and we can smell it and we can touch it. And you know what I mean? It's like it feels more real because it's literally right in front of us instead of on a computer screen or on a piece of paper. And so we're doing this and we're driving around all these different homes. And next thing I know, she's saying, wow, you know, I wonder what all these people do for a living. Like, how how can they afford this? And if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you know one of my favorite simplest money mindset hacks is instead of saying, I can't afford it, ask, how can I afford it? And here my 14-year-old is asking that question without me having to tell her or prompt her. And she starts, I could see the wheels spinning in her mind of like, okay, how do people live this life? And she's like, I want this house. Like, I want a house like this. And so then we're talking about, you know, her goals. And I'm not telling her, you know, uh, you shouldn't want something like this or you don't need this. You should just be happy with what we have. Uh, I'm like, hell yeah, this is amazing. I'm like, okay, so let's go through and let's let's pick it out. Like what lot would you want to live on? Like how close would you want to be to the water? Would you want to be on the water, near the water? What color? And we're just having a ball doing all this stuff. And then the whole rest of the day, she's like brainstorming on, you know, businesses and and like a little, you know, entrepreneur, like a little leader. And I could see her shifting out of that worker mindset and like stepping into this other version of like, I can have whatever I want and I can create it and I can come up with ideas. And and it was just, it was so cool to see. And I say it all the time, but it's like all this stuff that we talk about with manifestation and with money mindset. Imagine having that knowledge and having someone guide you when you were a kid. Like how different might your life be? And so I've been really big on that with my kids. So, you know, we did that. So then we drop off Aiden and we're just like, on cloud nine, you know, we're, we're like still talking about how beautiful this place is and um, just, you know, like in this totally abundant vibe. And you know, when you manifest, you manifest when you're aligned with that frequency. Okay. So if you like, let's say you have a vision board and you have a dream home. We're just going to use that as an example since we just we're looking at dream homes, right? A lot of times we separate ourselves from that goal. So it's like, okay, this would be nice, but I would have to be rich. I would have to do this. It's not, you know what I mean? And it's like we separate ourselves from it. We're putting that thing on a pedestal. And when you're in 
that house, when you're immersing yourself in that experience, you're getting a realtor, you're walking through the house, you're driving through the neighborhood, it's different. It's different. You start to energetically align with that frequency. You know, you become the average of the energy that you're around. And so again, like this is why it's so important to switch up your environment because you start to acclimate to this new environment. And I feel like kids do it faster. I I just, I think because they don't have all these limiting beliefs and years of like negative brainwashing that they can just acclimate really quickly. And so we know that when you align to that frequency, that's when things manifest. And here we are like spending the whole day in this vibrational frequency, right? So then we go to this place called the Waterside Shops. And again, it's just this gorgeous outdoor shopping area. And I love just walking through it because it's like there's palm trees and all these tropical plants and it's just a vibe. Like I could, honestly, I could care less about actually doing the shopping. I just love walking through these areas. My husband and I, we do this all the time. And so, you know, we're walking through these stores and um, so I start taking a video of like all the different stores and um, then we go into Lululemon, which is like my daughter's favorite. And she goes and she's like immediately pulling off like a couple things that she had had in mind that she wanted. And lo and behold, I shit you not, it had a one of those purple stickers that it was on sale for like 50% off, which I have never seen that in Lululemon, especially with the stuff that she was pulling. Like this was like cute stuff. It looked new. It didn't look like past seasons or anything. And it was like such a good deal for that store. And so she got to like fill up a shopping bag basically with all this stuff and for like a great price. And it was like everything she wanted just happened to be on sale. And it was just a really cool day. And I just had felt like the whole day we kept saying it because even while we were shopping, she's like literally this whole day is like my vision board. Like I feel like I'm in my vision board. And so I was like, I have to share this with everyone because Even though I've done this a lot, I've never really sat down and thought about it being like an actual manifestation practice. Like it is live vision boarding. It is like walking through your vision board, um, living out your vision board, right? Like even though I don't own the home, even though I'm not buying the $5,000 bags or whatever are in these stores, I'm still experiencing it and I'm still experiencing that frequency, right? So anyhow, I get back and I make a reel of all that stuff and I I post it. <laughs> and this is where it's so telling, okay? Because you have a lot of people liking the post and a lot of people leaving comments like, oh my God, this is so amazing. Like I'm totally doing this with my kids. I love it. And I had so many great conversations. I had people message me that were like, oh my gosh, like this is inspiring me to move and like, you know, great, great, great things. But then, of course, there's a couple people where they got like super freaking triggered by this post, right? And they just spew off like some really negative things. And so um, one guy is like, life is all about expensive material status symbols. Um, F all the things in life proven to make you feel more fulfilled and happy. Um, And just like going off on a rant, right? And then there was like another woman too that was like, 
um, this is nice, but it's all about material things. You should be teaching your daughter about other things. And I'm like, okay, first of all, obviously both of these people need a lot of work on their money mindset, right? It's like you can instantly tell by the way somebody responds and reacts to something like that where they're at, where they're at financially, where they're at with their mindset, what limiting beliefs they have. It's like an open book, right? And they're just projecting that onto me because they feel like they're less than. They feel like they're not enough and they feel guilt and shame around desiring quote unquote material things, okay? And this is so common. It is so common. You have probably felt that way in your life. I know I have felt that way in my life. Again, this is societal conditioning. It's not even like anyone's fault. It is just the way we have been brought up. And it's not your parents' fault. It's not really even your teacher's fault. It's like, it's just the way it is. You know what I mean? It's the way it always has been. It's the way like our class system is built, which I think is complete bullshit. And what I'm trying to do over here is break down those barriers and let everyone know whether you were born in complete poverty or whether you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth, you're the same. You both are equally deserving and worthy of wealth and abundance and as much material shit as you possibly want. Okay. And here's the thing that like kind of pissed me off is like, first of all, these people are assuming that in one post, it's all about material things that I'm teaching my kids, which clearly isn't. Like every single day is filled with love, laughter, joy. I am home with my kids. I raise my kids. Um, and hell, I mean, you guys know, like I've done so many different podcast episodes on the freaking things I do with my kids, right? Like how I'm teaching them about uh, manifestation and self-worth and all of these other things. And so one of the ladies like responds and she's like, well, um, maybe you should focus on teaching them gratitude instead and bringing them to like a poor neighborhood and teaching them gratitude for what they already have. And I'm like, lady, I have been teaching my kids gratitude from the day they were born. We even have a little game that we play every single day where we focus on gratitude. And um, why is it so bad, you know, trying to teach my kids to grow up with a positive money mindset? Okay, so herein lies the problem. And I, I just want everyone to like really pay attention to this point. Okay, this right here, these comments that these people are making is exactly why the majority of our population is in poverty, is like literally in credit card debt, student loan debt, constantly financially struggling, constantly complaining about rich people, but then turning around and depending on those same rich people for a job and a paycheck and benefits, okay? As long as we keep having those beliefs that it is not okay to desire money and that there is guilt and shame, that you are somehow wrong for wanting that. That will keep perpetuating the cycle. And, you know, they're throwing shade online that is, you know, kind of like throwing some negativity on me. But luckily, I have a strong money mindset, so it's not really affecting me. But just imagine, you know, if they have kids, I don't know if they do, but if they're kids, even if they're not saying those things directly to their kids, 
Their kids are picking up on that energy. Their kids are observing them talking to other people that way and living their life in this way of like, oh, I'm a good person, so I don't need material things. I don't need money. And that may seem harmless. It might even seem noble to some people um, and humble. I think she said that I need to humble myself. Okay. (laughs) Um, If you know my history, I've had plenty of humbling moments, okay? But what that's doing, even though it seems like she's being humble and like noble and everything else, is subconsciously that's reaffirming to herself, her own subconscious, but also to her kids or anyone else that's around her that it's not okay and that you are somehow less than. You don't deserve that. You're not worthy of that. And in fact, if you desire it, you're a bad person. And so what happens is it's all wrapped up with this bow of guilt and shame. And guilt and shame is actually the lowest vibrational emotion, even lower than like fear and anger. It is the lowest when you have guilt and shame. And there is so much guilt and shame in our society around desiring money. And then we pass that on to our kids. And again, it perpetuates the cycle. And that's why you don't see people doing better. It's like you see so many people that are in this constant state of stress and fight or flight because every month they're worried, can I pay my credit card bill? Can I pay my rent or my mortgage? And that is no way to live. And I get the whole money doesn't buy happiness. I know that. Like if you're an unhappy, ungrateful person, like for example, the people leaving these comments, I could hand them a million dollars and they will complain that they have to pay taxes on the million dollars, okay? So it's like if you're an an unhappy person, it's money is not going to solve your problems, right? But when you have to worry about the financial burden of being able to put food on the table for your kids, to keep a roof over their head by affording the outrageous rent and mortgage that's going on in our economy right now, um, then you're going to have a hard time finding that self-worth, self-love, happiness, purpose, fulfillment, all the things that these people are trying to preach. And I know that because I've been there. I've been in a job that literally ate away at my soul and made me so stressed and so miserable. And there's no way you can thrive in that type of an environment where you can barely keep your head above water financially. And unfortunately, that is common. That is like the status quo of most people in the world right now. And I want to change that. And the only way we're going to change that is by fixing these subconscious beliefs and allowing ourselves, just allow yourself to desire something. And, you know, it takes a lot more energy fighting it and being mad and angry and hateful than just allowing. Allowing it feels so easy and fun even. I mean, my gosh, imagine. Imagine if these people just let themselves have fun and go window shopping like we did or go drive through a nice neighborhood. Like, God forbid, they might catch the money bug. You know what I mean? And so that is the problem that I see. And that's what I'm doing my damnness to try and fix. Not really for our generation, but for the next generation. Because if we can start teaching our kids better before they are 
programmed and brainwashed with all these limiting beliefs, we could have an abundant future. We can have an abundant next generation where people are not swimming in debt. And again, like it, it really isn't about the material things, but putting yourself in that environment is going to do a lot of different things. Number one, it's going to make your kids feel confident. It's going to help with self-worth. And it's going to help with not forming that belief of I am not enough. That's for them, not me. I am different. I am less than. So putting them in that type of an environment and then just having fun with it, letting them dream big and just saying like, wow, that is a cool house. Okay, like what else do you want? And like letting them just dream without judging them, without telling them they're somehow wrong for wanting that is incredibly, incredibly powerful. And not only giving them a strong money mindset, but building confidence and self-worth that they can have and desire and do and be whatever they want in life. There is no more powerful message than that. And knowing that no matter what, you're going to love and support them. And so that's what I was trying to do with my kids. And I caught a lot of heat for it. And I'm just pointing out like that's the problem. That is why we all need to work on our money mindset. Now, I want to talk about one other thing. So there was another comment, and it wasn't like hateful at all. It was just saying like um, it it would be nice or it sure would be nice. And like that was it. And that was totally me. For the longest time, I would say things like that, like, oh, sure would be nice or must be nice for them or like, yeah, that'll never happen. And all you're doing, even though it seems completely harmless, all you're doing is like you're reaffirming that it's not possible for you. So before you even allow yourself to dream and to get into that vibrational frequency of having abundance, you're immediately knocking it down saying, I'm not even going to let myself go there because it's not even a possibility for me. And like imagine this this magic genie, right, that's saying your wish is my command. That's what's happening. You're putting this wall up between yourself and money. And it seems completely harmless, but you're just constantly over and over again reaffirming like, yeah, those things are great, but I can't have that. And as long as you believe that, that will be the case. And if you're saying things like that around your kids, same thing. It is, and I hate to say this because I know nobody intends this, but what happens is it's sending the subconscious message that you're not enough. You can't have that. You're different. You're not, that is for them and not you. And it's not okay to want nice things, to desire a wealthy life. And those become these deep-seated beliefs that continue to block money from us in our life forever until we can get to the subconscious and reprogram those beliefs. They're going to be running our life. And like that's literally what the millionaires mindset program is all about. It's about reprogramming those beliefs, but not just for us, for future generations. So a lot of the beliefs that we have aren't even our beliefs. They came from our parents, our grandparents, the people in society. And we have to work through those. And by doing that, we end the cycle so that our kids and our next generation can have a positive money mindset moving forward. And they don't have to spend the years of financial stress and all of this subconscious work to start to be able to accept and receive and allow money. 
they can just allow it because we're programming them with positive beliefs and empowering beliefs and letting them know that they are no different than these wealthy people. And that if they're a good person, they're going to do really good things with that money. And they're no better, no worse than anyone in the world that has material wealth. And they can have it too. And why can't we have both? Why is money and material things demonized? Why can't we have it all? Why can't we have love, joy, fulfillment, purpose, gratitude, and abundance? Like why is abundance always the one that's demonized? Again, it's that societal conditioning. And I believe it's very purposeful. I believe it it's purposeful for the reason of separating the classes and keeping the wealthy and the powerful and the elite, you know, in their status. But now it's time to change. It's time to change. We are far beyond that. It is 2023. We have unlimited technology at our fingertips. We all can create wealth with that technology. So let's do that. Let's be that change. Let's end the cycle. Let's cut out these bullshit beliefs that have brainwashed us. And let's start to believe that we can live in one of those homes. And we can have a fulfilled, happy life and be abundant. We can be a hands-on, wonderful parent teaching our kids values and teaching them that it's okay to set big goals and have big dreams. Why can't we have both? Well, the answer is we can. The only reason you can't is because of those limiting beliefs and that negative money mindset. And that's what we turn around in the millionaires mindset. And um, we have the program, the whole program, like if you wanted to sign up for the mastermind and you couldn't make the live calls or maybe it was out of your budget, we have the whole program, the replays, everything, lifetime access for 90% off. So I'll link that in the show notes um, because I wanted to offer the same tools to everyone, regardless of where you're at with your budget. I wanted to make it affordable because, again, like I'm so passionate about this. I want that change. And I think if enough moms and parents and and people develop this mindset, we are the ones that are going to teach it to the next generation. It all starts with educating ourselves so we can educate our kids and like be the one that ends that cycle and creates a positive money mindset and creates generational wealth for our families and everyone is worthy and deserving of this and there's more than enough abundance to go around. You're not stealing it from anyone else. In fact, you're showing other people what's possible. When you work on your money mindset and you start to see that wealth and that money come in and that abundance. You're inspiring other people just like you to do the same. So let's shed all these negative beliefs. If you felt triggered by this podcast or by the um, post that I did on social media, that's a pretty crystal clear indication you need to work on your money mindset. And whether it's with me or with someone else or whether you just start looking at positive quotes or listening to a money subliminal, just start somewhere and even if you don't want to do it for yourself, do it for your kids and the people around you. Because trust me, like I have lived on both sides of it. I have struggled financially and it is not fun and it does affect your life in a big way. So let's heal that. Let's move past it. And if you want to use the technology at your fingertips, 
to manifest passive income, to manifest money, to start to um, have that freedom lifestyle. I have the digital CEO course. It is open. It is live. It is running. We've just kicked it off. It's six weeks where I'm going to teach you how to build your own branded app. So everything from coming up with an app idea to building it, launching it, marketing it, and then how to scale it and grow it, it's all in there. I'm like showing you the behind the scenes of my business and the thing that gives me that recurring monthly passive income. So if you're interested in that, I'll link that up as well. Or you can go to the lawofattractiontribe.com slash digital CEO and get all the information there. All right. Thanks Thank for you tuning so in. Much for I'll tuning see you guys in. next time. If you guys want more in between these podcast episodes, you can subscribe to my Apple podcast, Manifested It. You can find that in Apple Podcasts and it has all of my bonus interviews, guided visualizations, subliminals, meditations, all that good stuff. Or you can download the Manifest It Now app where I put everything, all of my interviews, tools, everything I've used to manifest a life I don't need a vacation from. You can find that wherever you get your apps in Google Play or the Apple App Store. And you can join the Inner Tribe Manifesting Community, which is inside the app as well. If you want to up level with a group of women who are there to support you, cheer you on, give you guidance, and up level your vibe. And if you love this episode, the best thing you can do to support the podcast is share it. Share it with a friend. Share it on your Instagram. Make sure to tag me at Law of Attraction Tribe so I can share it back on my story as well. I love connecting with you guys and putting a face to all the listeners out there. So come connect with me over on Instagram and let's start a conversation. Have a great week and I'll see you back here next time.